What's up, everybody? This is the Alphabet Soup Podcast. I'm your host, B3. Glad you're here today listening to the podcast. It's another Alphabet Soup Sunday. I'm here with... Ashikashi on the mic. And Calby without the eat. Hey, <laughs> El Nino's couldn't be here today again. We miss him though. But yeah, we're going to chop it up today about some cool stuff. I'm just going to start off with some check-ins. How have y'all been this week? Uh, this week? Man, this week's been busy. I've been busy working from like last Sunday up until Thursday. I was supposed to work Friday and Sunday, but then I got the grace of being um, given the days off. So, you know, I yeah. took those times to myself, but I still had my other job to do. So I still was working low key. Yeah, but yeah, working. it's been pretty good. Pretty solid. So that's good. Like emotionally, mentally, emotionally. What have you been doing to like just keep yourself um, together? Because these times are a lot. Right. I've been doing um, a lot more journaling this week. Mm, nice. Um, just giving myself a lot of grace to, like, sit down and just stay within my own, you know, little bubble for a minute mm-hmm. to, like, gather myself. And then I've been just trying not to be um, so hard on myself. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Been, That's a good start. Been working on that. Yeah. Well... My week was pretty good, productive, good good days at work and whatnot. Um, emotionally and mentally, I've been straight. I've just been thinking about, like, you know, like, you know, letting go of a lot of things, you know, just start focusing on myself, really, and just, like, just start, like, letting things that's outside of my control just let it go. Because I'm always trying to be in control of things. Mm-hmm. So I understand, like, you know, I just got to let that go and just, like, you know, just focus on myself and get myself together because all I got is myself at the end of the day anyway. Exactly. All you have is yourself. That's why I asked y'all, like, what are you doing to just up take the Neptune is whining. Give me a second. Y'all carry on because it ain't going to stop. <laughs> yeah. But, um, well, I was saying, oh, about the week. My week was very good. I just can't complain. You know, this week that's coming up, it just, it's going to be a little, a little hectic, but that's right. Sundays is all about planning my days out. So, planning my whole week out so i'm ready for it looking for it i right. love that dog and we got a special guest in the building miss yeah. neptune. neptune speaking of man speaking of week so i'm back my week has been crazy i'm in the middle of moving out of my apartment mm. with my family yeah and you know it's just been crazy moving is wild can't play, take my dog everywhere, so right. I had to ask Cal B to take after Neptune for me. He's like her godfather, and he is taking custody of the dog for now. <laughs> and I trust him, so yeah, she's good. She's good. She seems happy. So that's all I can ask for is just for the dogs to be in in a happy environment, just doing good. So you know, Neptune's been around since. She was eight weeks. Mm-hmm. She's two. It was just a lot. It was emotional for me. Like dogs really become like emotional support animals. Oh and yeah. They are. They really are that. And it's just hard to you know to break away from from it sometimes. I know you got two dogs, Asha. Oh uh, yeah. Man. Uh, attached to both. Attached of them. to both of them, right? So that's great. But yeah, <laughs> some some stuff happened. though. some stuff, man. Some stuff did happen last night. 
and it's all going to uh, correlate to the topic today. Well, for starters, I'm going to start about how, well, basically about parents. So we're going to start with my dad. So long story short, I asked my dad, is it okay if I let my homegirl, you know, keep her dog here? Because, you know, I'm looking out for her. I don't want her stressing and whatnot. And, you know, that's like a simple, like, friend thing. Like, why do you not want to look out for your friend? My dad argument or his reaction was, oh, I don't like dogs. Oh, I just can't do it. I don't want to be a responsibility. I don't want it to be a liability. But my thing is, how are you being responsible for it if I'm taking care of the dog? Mm-hmm. It's not like she's asking you, can you help take care of the dog? Like, buy her food, take it out to go poop, mm-hmm. take it out to go pee. I'm doing all of that. I just need the roof. Right. I, mean, I just need it to be under your roof. I understand it's your house, but it's like, I don't understand, like, what was the problem? Why you can't help me help my friend? Mm-hmm. You know, especially if I'm, you know, you my dad, you know, y'all feel you should be able to understand. But anyway, it goes to the part where I feel like my dad could be very selfish. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that, like, he has, he has that bad. And I feel like he don't see that because he's just not self-aware. He's just so, like, into himself and how he won't things. Yeah. And I'm starting to realize that as I get older because... You know, I can be selfish, mm-hmm. and my friends can tell me I can be selfish, but I'm trying to, like, get myself out that, you know, situation because I don't, I don't like being like that. I was actually a very good, you know, healing, not healing person, but I was very good, like, giving person. I will give my last. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like, back then, I guess, like, I got messed over a lot, so I was just, like, that kind of, like, molded me to be like, nah, nah, F that. Like, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to just be selfish. I don't care what nobody thinks, this, that, and the third. But it's like you can't let bitterness F up your sweetness, right. mm-hmm. you know? And now all of a sudden where, like, my mom used to tell me, like, oh, you don't get that side from me. You don't get that part from me. I'm I'm a very good uh, giving person. I give person my last because you never know what can happen in life. Mm-hmm. Like, now I see what she was talking about because, like, you life can hit you with anything out of nowhere. And it's like you can't be so prideful and so, like, like oh, I can do it on my own. I don't need nobody because if you have people that's willing to help you out get willing to help you get back on your feet why not take it mm-hmm. that's lovely that's beautiful yeah. you feel me? that's all i was just trying to get him to understand it's like oh i don't do dogs oh i i i i it's the only thing about yourself how about you think about the broader picture you know mm-hmm. that's my thing but basically like i just when it comes to my parents i love them and i always will but i just have to leave them right where they were at and it's crazy how i know i can I, it's crazy how I picked up their traits, and I know the traits that I picked up from them, and I'm willing to, like, you know, fix that in due time, mm-hmm. you know, and just, like, you know, make me a better person and, like, you know, get that apart. What blows me is that your dad is one of the utmost standing Christian men and is, like, but has a, uh, has a problem with, you know, helping. Helping people. Helping. That's what I'm saying, like, now just being a people person when when Christianity like is like supposed to be about lo- loving your neighbor as yourself and helping you know, people, all that you because exactly. people would, uh, what was that I think it's a saying like do unto others that as you as you would do to yourself Ex- exactly like that's loving that's about the neighbor's thing thank you and it's, it's like community the f- facts and the fact that you can't even do that is like, oh I don't do dogs it's like you want to think about yourself and now I feel like you probably just like. I feel like now I feel like you're just doing this Christianity thing because so you want to save yourself. Mm, yeah, you that's know? what it is a lot of the time. You know, you know, like, anything about nobody but yourself. Just you just want to save yourself. So mm-hmm. fear of like what you used to do in the past and all that. So now you just want to be. Oh, I just want to save myself so I can have my spot into heaven. You <laughs> yeah. feel me? Like I don't even laugh, but <laughs> no. But it's like it's funny because it's like that's how people people really think with the Christianity thing now. They don't think about themselves, and it's crazy how like my mom. 
she don't go to church like how he do. She don't watch the ch- church channels how he do. He don't talk. She don't talk about church all the time with her friends and everything that. But it's just the simple fact that she will do something for somebody without even asking. Right. Mm-hmm. You can be a good person without being super religious, and you can be super religious and be a horrible person. Right. <laughs> like, right. Very true. Religion does not save you. It, so, it doesn't save your attitude it don't save, or your yeah. personality. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I'll throw the question out there. In, in what ways do you feel like your parents may have set you up for how you are going to choose or are choosing already to live your life as an adult now? So basically. You know, whether you've taken from the things that they've, you know, done with you as a kid or just the stuff that they may have relayed to you in their experience and how they were raised or, um, you know, what they've already kind of just come out forthright to give you whether it be advice or you know certain lessons mm-hmm. i feel like when it comes to like my mom she gave me more advice than anything than yeah my dad because my dad he will tell me stuff that he would want to tell me like mm-hmm. for example he'll be like oh i used to run around with the wrong group and everything like that as a kid and i just found out that it wasn't for me but it's like you didn't tell me you was you was gang banging you didn't tell me you was uh you was doing all types of drugs and everything like that. You would just tell me what you wanted me to tell me. So right. I, I just didn't like like that. Other than that. Yeah, just like be real. Yeah, like be, <laughs> thank you, be real. Like tell me like what it is. Like I'm not going to do it, but just tell me like how your life was, how mm-hmm. my mom did. Like mom actually told me what she used to do. She even told me she did drugs with, drugs while I was in her. Mm. And I I respected her on that. Right. You feel me? I did. But um, you said the, what was it? I kind of like Oh, um, I'll reiterate the question. In what ways do you feel that your parents have set you up for adulting in in today's time? Just a paraphrase. Okay, I feel like my, okay, I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it 100. I know my parents going to hear probably listen to this or, like, you know, hear it in the future. But I don't care. This is, this is how I feel, and y'all can't, like, you know, change how I feel. I feel like my parents did not set me up at all for my adulting. Yeah. Like I said, I lived with my grandparents half my life. So I feel like my grandparents was the re- is the reason why I am the one I am today. Right. You know, I got that old soul, that wisdom, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, for me being the age that I'm at, I got like a good head on my shoulders. So I feel like that's all my grandparents. Yeah. I feel like when it comes to my parents, I feel like I just got their, their traits, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is like being selfish sometimes, you know, being mom, being controlling. So I could be controlling about my situation, you yeah. know, like, having everything my way, and if it don't get my way, like, I get angry or I get, like, a little irritable, mm-hmm. you know, until I get my way, and then I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. You know, that's my mom, you know. Or I, so my mom can manipulate people to get her way. I find myself doing that, too, sometimes, but I be, like, having to, like, you can't, you can't be like that. You right. know, if, you, if people can't do it, you can't do it. You can't try to make them feel bad or, like, try to do, like, some manipulation to get your way, you know. It's just yeah. it's, it's not right, you know. And then when it comes to the selfish part, you feel me? It's not all about you. Right. You feel me? You always got to put yourself in other people's shoes. And mm-hmm. that correlates to my dad, you know? Like, you always have to put yourself in other people's shoes because you don't never know what people else is going through. Right. You know, so. And I can be very empathetic. So, and that's where my good heart comes into place. And I get that from my mom. But it's like, just like sometimes that trait from my dad, that selfishness can kind of like block that. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, uh-uh. <clears throat> that's not it. Yeah. And I just be like, I'm not doing that. And then people can call me selfish. I'd be like, and at first I used to be like, no, I'm not being selfish. But now I used to see like, okay, I am being selfish. And I'm glad I'm 
able to be the age I'm at where I can see that before I get to like my older ages and mm-hmm. I get stuck in that get stuck in that mm-hmm. and I just won't change at all and then people won't don't want to be around me yeah now my dad it's my dad go to work go to church go home why he go home why he do all that because he ain't got no friends he's selfish he's judgmental he all judging people nobody want to be around that shit mm-hmm. yeah don't be like that don't yeah. be like that no. what about you Bree? Mm. so I like what you said, like how you get your traits from your the, your parents' traits. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad and my mom were very much um, art lovers. My dad did construction, and he was an artist in many ways. And my mom loves music and art and fashion. So I, I love those. I get those traits from them and just my other family members, my whole family is like creative oriented in some kind of way whether that be music art or just dressing or styling cosmetology like there's some type of um some type of style there mm-hmm. um so as far as setting me up ah oof my dad I didn't know what my dad was into he passed when I was young so we didn't really have like deep conversations about life that I could remember um, but I, I heard some things as I got older about my dad and it was like, Ooh, mm-mm. like <laughs> this is a shame. Two finger tap shame on you. Yeah. Um, so I just like, you know, I didn't take, I didn't, uh, acquire those traits. Mm-hmm. Um, I pretty much pride myself in being honest and transparent with things. Um, my mom, my mom is really independent, so I got a lot of my independence from my mom, seeing her always, you know, get it get it on her own and, you know, do for herself and for us when we needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that, just, like, go-getter type mentality. My mom is a Virgo, so yeah, there's Virgo. that kind of, like, <laughs> that kind of headstrong, just, like, on my shit kind of um, perspective. Um as far as financial stuff go, I feel like I could have used a lot of like guidance with financial help, which mm-hmm. I didn't really get from my parents. Um, but I got a lot of that um, from my aunt and my grandma, who were always constantly trying to tell me to save money, yeah. trying to tell me to uh, just do little things, do chores for money, try to, you know, they were always supporting my, my creative endeavors so that I can do use my talents to get money mm-hmm. um, because talent actually derives from a, a Hebrew word, I believe, talenti, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to, it means like to bring you money so your talents are literally supposed to bring you money that's what it means uh so yeah i i just i just feel like i was set up in that way from my grandparents to have the support of my family Mm -hmm. to just kind of pursue my creative endeavors and then i kind of as i'm getting to this adulting point i see people like you know struggling financially and myself struggling financially and i'm just like damn i wish i would have you know, he did, took heed to that advice, like, sooner, because <laughs> I didn't know. We were, we were never going to know um, when we were younger that, you know, the market would be so crazy nowadays to, right, like, just survive. Course. I never knew Facts. the cost of living when I was younger. Yeah. So I'm older now, and I'm like, oh, my God, the cost of to live. like. And then when you realize, like, oh, my gosh, we're the only creatures that pay to live. Or everybody real. else is chilling. And like, it's, like, real. it's really annoying. It gets frustrating to just be a human a growing human 
Um, but you know, I feel comfort knowing that I'm not the only one. Right, <laughs> it's definitely. like everybody's out here facing these same problems. So it's about resources. Like, um, I, t- I was talking to one of my neighbors today. It's crazy because like I have those neighbors who like whose names I don't know, mm-hmm. but we just always just be talking and shit. <laughs> and today we finally exchanged names <laughs> and we had the same name. It was crazy. Wow. So, <laughs> um, the same nickname. Her name was Brittany, but, um, stamp like Brie. So, Anyways, but she was, like, you know, just telling me, like, I was telling her a situation. She's like, oh, y'all moving, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, it's hard out here. She's like, man, I know. Like, you know, these renter places be wanting you to make, like, four, three times You're the rent. Right. And nobody Why in would America I wanna does live that. Here yeah, nobody in America that. does that. So she was telling me, like, you know, hit me up. Like, I know somebody who, who does this and that. I can help you get a place. I was like, mm. Yeah. Blessings. You gotta talk to people. You gotta just really. It's not really about what you know all the time. It's about who you know. know. So that helps a lot, man. I'm just, I'm just, I'm grateful to just be knowing some people. Like I went to college. Um, man, took the advice of my aunt to go to college. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I did that for you know the little time that I was in Sacramento. That was a good enough time for me to experience what it's like to live on my own and to Mm -hmm. just kind of navigate and kind of um, pick my direction in life. A little bit, so that was that was beautiful. I loved it out there. It was, it was amazing. Even though I did have, I was struggling out there a little bit financially. <laughs> like you know, I was ask, I always ask my roommates for something, um, and I always, can you help me? Can you can you wire me some money, please? Oh, like type shit. <laughs> struggling college student until that financial aid hit. Right. Then I was like, no problems. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed I missed that. I missed that. So. Um, yeah, just going to school, people always advising me, oh, just stay in school, stay in school. But, you know, school's not going anywhere. It's not for everybody, and it's not going anywhere. Yeah. People say, oh, you don't want to, you know, anything could happen, and it could um, stop you from going to school, or it'll be harder to get back in if you stop now and then try to go back later. I get it. People have kids. People, you know, the cost of living is so damn high. You got to work every minute of the fucking day for real, just, just to, to get by. Money. Um, so it's just, it's, it's, it's a lot. Uh, nobody prepared me for this because <laughs> nobody, nobody could have seen this shit coming right. like how it is. Um, I mean, I guess you could have seen it coming, but just being able to prepare, being black, being queer, being in LA being a woman type being like being all that in shit America. being America like just all that America. shit is this it's a, like so much intersectionality going on that that kind of pushes um people with identities like mine further away from success yeah and i just feel like the shit that we see daily on the media does not help at all uh, yeah we're going to talk about some not. current news right now. Have y'all heard about Tyree oh. Nichols? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That shit was insane mm-hmm. because that's a, kind of a, that situation was is just super crazy because black, um, we talking about black on black crime earlier, mm-hmm. but it and was like was black, black, black police officers in authority. And with a black kid like in Memphis, like that's crazy. I don't know what the atmosphere is like in Memphis, but... To me, that I shit just like seemed just crazy, and it seemed like it was set up to me. I don't Ooh, know. I was no, just going to say that. that like, I, literally I just, just feel like where everybody in the situation is just like a fucking, or them, they're like just pawns in, in America. Like, I don't yeah. know. They just trying. They were trying to see something. They were trying to see something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like that was so controlled because all of a sudden it was these white police officers beating on these black uh, people, but then all of a sudden it's like, What's her name? Black. Right. Officers. That's the that's the plot twist. I yes, like all black controlled. officers. I feel like that's controlled. 
really and then now you got the black it's, it's it is because it's trying to divide the black community further mm-hmm. they don't want us to unite and you know get together because that's where that's where the change is going to happen but if we can't see eye to eye and we're like you you a coon you a coon blah 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 all skin all skin folk h.o kin folk if we all on that shit that's just more division and that's what all of this shit is about that's what all these labels are about to just create division when really we know when you're tapped in that we're all connected and we're all just you know we're all one so that was for sure a tactic to separate black people and i'm saying it here and that's what i really that's how i really feel yeah, facts. And it was just sus because it was all over, all over the internet. The video, the cam, body cam footage, this and that, and just like, man, why do we constantly have to see black people, like, yeah, why do we have to see just or black suffer. trauma, like black trauma? It's just crazy. It's like the media is just a a black trauma porn place. It's propaganda, really, low key, capitalism. I feel like also. Yeah, police brutality is is just, it's like why is why is that a fucking search engine like why is that a c- category a search category like it's no, fucking crazy real. like i just don't get it at all i'm yeah. kind of like really tired upset. of seeing it also because it's like all they know what they doing like they know as soon as they put this out there it's going to spark controversy they know as soon as they put this out there people's going to be heated yeah that's gonna... exactly what they said on the news they're like you know riots just how george floyd you know rodney king and rodney king situation man and that the la riots i wasn't there but I I'd be hearing probably about I'd be hearing about how crazy that was. I thought probably gonna be another one. In all reality, and that was sad because that the, what made me sad about that situation was that like we was in our own neighborhoods doing that shit, and I just don't think that that's smart. <laughs> but it's rage, not. rage, and logic don't they don't ever go together. So, but they know people. They know people react out of anger. You know, people don't know how to rationalize their feelings or how they process things and to come at it in a smarter in a smarter way. Right. You know, people are going to be like, oh, like, what? This, what? Yeah, this, rage. Go we just want to go out. For, what? Fuck police. <laughs> abolish the police. They yeah, know. Abolish the police. They know yes. people going to do that their first thing. Defund so the police. So it's like y'all always feed into the higher-ups plan. Yeah. Divide and conquer. They do it all the time. Period. We didn't get to you, Ashi. About yeah. advice that you have maybe gotten, mm-hmm. or that your parents have got gave you, or have maybe set you up for. Um, I will say I've gotten great advice from both sets of parents. Yeah. Um, both my mother and my father have given me excellent advice. Um, I won't say all of it was the best advice but <laughs> i definitely take in a lot of bits from it mm-hmm. and what i apply to myself today but i also feel that a lot of stuff that i know was kind of off of my own free will like as a kid i kind of pushed myself more through school and like doing homework and like staying on track like my parents weren't really checking on me like that do you think that's because maybe that's something that they expected of you yes yes and yes (laughs) (laughs) because it was always like you do what you gotta do then you know like everything's gravy yeah you know and I definitely feel like that helped me you know kind of be able to have my own sense of independent yes independency for sure as a kid um and then I will say on the flip side, I did inherit a lot of bad traits that I'm still undoing today, you know. 
Um, black people always tell me, you're so aggressive, you're so aggressive. Like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not nothing of that. Why you keep calling me that? Until I had to, like, literally sit and see how my family interacts with one another. It's on a very aggressive, like, mm-hmm. argumentative level. Our family level. got some mouths, like. Yeah, I always tell my mom, we don't go from, like, zero to five. It's literally, like, zero start to a 50. thousand. <laughs> yeah, it's like we start at a midpoint. There's no, like, calm manner. Because the second somebody raises a voice above an octave, like, it's like, okay, now everybody's yelling over each other. And we're <laughs> we could be having the most regular conversation. Mind you, my family just talks really, really loud. And so I always get the you're yelling, Asha, you're you're screaming. I'm like, no, I'm just talking loud. Right. I'm just because I'm so used to have right. I'm so <laughs> used to having to like yell over people just to get her for two seconds. Mm-hmm. It's a bad habit. But yeah. Um a lot of things that they've given me I'm using and then a lot of stuff I've had to just figure out or kind of build in the own imagery of what I see, you know, for myself. So it's a, it's a 50-50, 50-50. You know, I wouldn't totally write them off. But at the same time, I do give myself a bit of credit yeah. for how I came up. Obviously, you have to give yourself yeah. the credit because... You can either choose to, to take it or right. not, you know, exactly. you can completely exactly. go. Because exactly. they always say it, it could be multiple kids raised in the same household, but everybody has a different experience. And mm-hmm. every one of those kids is going to come out different. Exactly. No, none of your children are going to be the same. They yeah. could all have been given the same tools, the same advice, the same lessons, but it's their choice to either take it or not. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's I'm seeing that now. Like, even with my younger sister, we are day and night. We're not the same, even though we have the same parents, pretty much had the same upbringing. We are not the same people. Right. And that's okay. That's completely fine. A-okay. But it's like when it comes to certain life Scrape. lessons and things, Scrape. we got to... We gotta get together. We gotta get it together, right? Right. You know, and it's like we gotta each one teach one. I'm a firm believer in mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, I feel like our generation and younger are hardheads, and we don't really like to listen no. <laughs> and take advice from older and, people. And then to bounce off what you said earlier about just what is constantly being portrayed and what we're all locked into, which is mm-hmm. social media, and you know, being. In that in that fictitious reality that mm-hmm. you you know you got to live this lime life of keeping up with the Joneses, so all these young twenty some year olds who's out here traveling to Dubai and they on boats right. and they spend yeah they getting money they content creators they don't even think about getting a job it's like babes when we was kids that was my dream yeah I want to be famous well I want to be Growing up and now living as an adult in the real world, Reality? it's like absolutely <laughs> not. We gotta be logical. Like we can't live in this fairy tale where everybody wanna be an entrepreneur because yeah. to be an entrepreneur, that takes all of you. Everything that you have to give, you're pouring into that business. And if you're not getting nothing back, it can become very tiring real quick. Really fast. And you will be quick. burnt really out fast. real quick. And so all your life savings. Yeah, and I feel like no nobody talking nobody's talking about the real on the flip side of what we're yeah. actually going. Everybody just wants to, oh no, we young, we live in life. No, let's be for real. We can't are afford you set up for right, the we, future. Our, our, <laughs> half of our parents didn't know how to set us up because who would have known we would have been going through a three month to pretty much a three year pandemic. Yeah. 
that is has has completely ruined the the financial stability of this of this whole country and this and entire world pretty much right 2008 recession. and so now us young people we can't afford living everybody wants us to make 10 times the rent and oh. it's like a quarter of us have that and then the other like 80 something percent of us are struggling struggling hard <laughs> You get what I'm saying? Hard. From from being in the college, trying to live by yourself, living with roommates, even living with your with your family. And so Right, families and families. Yeah. And and it's like and it's it's crazy to me because everybody's like, you know, wanting to kind of fake the funk like they got it together or they 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 got their shit all, you know, lined up, they ducks is all in a row. But no, we all struggling the same. I don't care if you got ten thousand in your bank or you got ten dollars in your bank. We're all struggling just the same because we're all going through the same issues. And even touching back on the young man that was recently um, murdered by the police. That right there in itself is crazy to me. You get what I'm saying? And then I see comments of people, oh, well, um, they were all black. They were all black trying to, as if that like Wait, makes it any less to, better. Yeah, oh, because they were black police black. officers. It doesn't matter if they were white, they were Asian, they were Mexican, black, purple, green, blue. It doesn't matter. Somebody of authority should not have never done something like that, especially when it's five to one. Man, that okay. situation should have never happened. Damn, bro was handcuffed. Full compliant. Should have never happened. Wait, I don't. That's the thing, though. That's the thing about this specific story. Is that they're struggling to put the pieces together to what happened leading up to the right. event, and then like how and why it escalated. It started at that event started at a hundred. Immediately so yanking him like, out the car. So it was like what, 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 what triggered <laughs> like, it? To, but to, I feel like they're not gonna say that part. They're not. They're no. not. And that's why I'm like shit like that. Just seems just so like puppeteered. It just seems very no, very, very much manipulated. So. And then they and even said they're going after the police chief because she's a black woman. And they've never gone after the police chief. Let me ask y'all this: because Why y'all, why y'all think they call it? Why they call it a TV program? Because it's programming your mind. It's programming your mind to think how they want you to think. So when you go into life, or how you like, when you go into life and shit, they they want you to think that way. Oh, I saw this on the news. Yeah, your perception mm-hmm. is already conscrued in yeah, the first place. We have so many programs that we have to unlearn mm-hmm. and so many concepts and things that we have to relearn in life that's that's part of you know that's that's like woke 101 like <laughs> unlearning shit unlearning that and you know not even woke just awareness like i try to put so much emphasis awareness. on awareness um, yes. up to you about yourself what's mm-hmm. going on inside of you because no one else can tell you what's going on inside of you like but how you. you feel like you have to just become aware you have to hi- increase your awareness because i feel like the media and this thing that we're constantly exposed to it takes us further away from awareness. Right. No, Technology it does. takes you further away from awareness, further away from your true instinctual knowledge and just you know instincts that you have about yourself. Mm-hmm. Because it, like you said, it programs. It's like a, a binary code that's like think like this. So we all gonna be some some fucking cyborgs some at the sheep. end of it. Right. <laughs> like exactly, exactly. Because sheep. if something like a a video can be released and it could cause like a whole civil war almost yeah that that's triggering it's like they have yeah. all the codes to trigger everybody they do 
But and why and they manipulate do, any situation? And I was just reading about the social media thing. Like they, all these corporations, they see what you do. Mm-hmm. They of get course, all, your information. all the fucking social media that we constantly—it's crazy because we constantly give them information about us. Why do they ask? all the time just off of ba- pure our pure dopamine, like you know, Facts. fucking addiction? Facts. And, and why do they ask us terms and conditions? But people nobody read that shit. Nobody <laughs> reads that shit. People just hit I agree nobody. and then go. Right. And, they don't know that and I will attest to that. I, I read never read that shit. Read that shit. <laughs> Me too. Like, I, I agree. I just started reading the little Apple updates. Like, what y'all right. doing like, in this update? No, because somebody, somebody, I was, I was listening to a conversation. Um, I was at work and. A lady said, at this point, you don't even got to say nothing out loud because you could think it and it's going to pop up on your phone. Hello. Man, you I swear I've been it. noticing it. I'll be like, yo, I didn't even say this. Never had a conversation about it. I've just been thinking about but it. It's thinking about it. But it's literally <laughs> sitting me in the face talking about, this is a suggested ad to you. Excuse me? Yeah. Suggested for what? Yeah. Well, I've been thinking about getting some Palmer's Cocoa Butter. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> for the longest, the heels and softens, the, the raw one. <laughs> Been thinking about it forever. They said, "Sir, you're ashy. We've been. We could tell. We could tell. Every time I'm on Instagram, I hit somebody's story. The next slide is I ask for Cocoa Palmers. I say, okay, okay." I'm oh, get it. they like the ash. It's ash season. Yeah. <laughs> ash no, but for real, Cody Wody's outside. Because if you even think about it, when we went through the whole Actually. pandemic, every I wouldn't hear nothing about no money talk, no bands, nothing. no nothing, no Cuban, no this, no AP, none of that. You said but we were going through the yeah, you see, when we before the pandemic, you wasn't hearing nothing about no no name brands, no Balenciaga, no Chanel, no Cartier, I'm AP bust down. All you wasn't hearing about none of that stuff, right? Wasn't nobody betting on no money, trying to big up, you know, big bank. Little bank, none of that, but we sat dormant for three months in the house. All we can see is the celebrities who got the money, they fine. We over here struggling, can't go outside, can't get nothing to eat, can't got no groceries. With the lights off, people can't pay their rent, can't go to work. But the celebrities, they on the lives, they entertaining us, they the ones with the money, they the ones who could get anything at any moment because they they got it. And so now, then with that whole government assistance stuff, people start seeing how they could flip the switch, jack the system, and the government definitely let you at the time because they was like, it's a free-for-all because at, at some point we're going to get y'all because we're going to run these numbers back. Hello. But it was a free-for-all, and those who got it, got it, and those who didn't, did it. Mm. And then and after so, that, it started going to the uh, who got who got chased. Who my got, point, exactly. Then got, people start getting big-headed. Now they want to live like the ones they was just watching on the on the phone for three months straight. You know what I'm saying? So the, the narrative has flipped the switch because that's all we were being programmed. Oh, these are people that got it. These are people that got it. These are people that got it. I got to do something of this nature or I need to figure out a way to get it without having to do the extra work because I'm not going to be like them. I'm trying to be like them, who I'm looking at. You exactly. get what I'm saying? And so now I feel mm-hmm. like people is in, com- is, is in complete competition and specifically in the black community. We are literally like crabs in a bucket. Crabs, crabs trying to get in out. a bucket. And then people don't want you to, what's my name? People don't want you to uh, get back on your feet. So what do the crabs do? <laughs> they pull you back in yeah. if you're about to get back on your feet. And so now it's almost, like, it's almost like, it's almost like, it's almost like a negative thing if you don't got something under you like the next person. Like you have to pretty much be the same as the next individual. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, then you're lame or you're, you're, you're a bum or you're this or you're lower than I am because I have obtained more than you at, and I we the same age and that ain't everybody's walk trust me I always say this is my favorite statement to say slow and steady wins the race <laughs> tortoise and the hare and if you don't know you better look it up because it's, it. It, it, 
it is very true to life. Those who got it quick, they gon' need to, you need to learn how to maintain it, or you gonna lose it just as fast as you got it. And those who is trying to get to it, trust you gonna get to it. When you get it, you gonna know how to keep it, maintain it, and multiply it. Exactly. Uh, you ain't said. Oh, you ain't speaking nothing but the truth. Yeah. So I think I think more so our generation of today. We definitely need to take certain lessons from our parents, although we, of course, have to make our own path and create a new way to life because not everything that is from the old times is 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 working, you know, and it hasn't worked and it's been proven several times and times again. And this generation is not standing for anything outside of, yeah, outside of, of, of complete equal rights for everybody to live the same way you know all this competition all this i'm trying to be better than you you lesser than me that is getting played out real fast real fast yeah we're not each other's competition yeah and i that's one of the things that we gotta unlearn like even from school like oh Oh. let me catch my breath oh no (laughs) i've been chasing after this damn dog (laughs) 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 but yeah even from like school times like Oh man, the homie came with the new kicks. Yeah, even that. I need new shoes. Like, no, you don't. Okay, like, be grateful for what you have. Like that stuff is ingrained Um, in us from such a young age. From from a young age, you ain't got the flyest kicks, and and you ain't got this comparisons. Yeah, we ten. Like, nigga, I I can't afford it. I would say too. Another thing uh, to wrap it up, like. If you have it, give it. Right. Any way you can contribute to the cause, because. You know, black people in this fight that we're constantly in, like, mm-hmm. clearly, every it seems like everybody's an enemy, like, even ourselves right. with this situation. That's what they're trying to paint the picture as. Um, but wherever you can, uh, you know, volunteer, donate, contribute, mm-hmm. like, be an activist in your community. And, like, you know, we have to create the change that we want to see around us. Right. Because I'll say whatever advice you've gotten from your parents, if you can take it, take it. And if you can't do with it, then put it to the side and leave it, you know, for the back burner or leave it to give to somebody else. And then if you can give advice, if you haven't received anything good from your sources, if you can give advice from what you've experienced, please pass it on. Because we really all need to be helping each other because we're all in the same boat. We're all all running the same exact race. Brothers and sisters out here. That's true. So... This was a heated, not heated episode. This was a passionate, this a very passionate, discussion. passionate discussion for no, real. For real, I felt. And this I, also. I want to continue this conversation, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna plug the Instagram, and we got to get more community engagement going. Like oh we yeah, have to tap in. We, I feel like we've been focusing on like building our audience. Mm-hmm. So, like having these conversations and um, with other people outside of just our uh, us, right, will be super helpful in the future. So look forward to that. More conversations. Um, to-go plates? Um, to-go plates. Uh, I'll say what I'm going to take on my to-go plate is um, to just uh, be more focused on creating the reality that you want to see and not trying to replicate or keep up with the collective because it is like the blind leading the blind. Either you're going to follow everybody off the cliff or you're going to wake up and realize that they're going the wrong way. And you you can have free will to decide to turn around if you would like to right. before jumping off the edge. And leave yourself to failure. Exactly. So I, I will definitely take that and probably only that, <laughs> you know, from our conversation. Oh, and then also, you know, just be aware more so um, of your environment, of your surroundings, 
of yourself, you know, anything that you feel like is is not right for you or if you feel like it's an intuition, please just trust yourself, you know, keep yourself out of certain situations that may escalate or harm's way or from around people that may want to cause you anything of, of wrongdoing or harm. So, yeah, you know, that's what I'll take with me in my to-go plate. I'm going to be picking from your to-go plate, too. Okay. But thanks. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to just add, you know, just to, um, um, as far as the social media things and the constant trauma that we're exposed to online, to just maybe censor that and maybe don't be a part of the problem by sharing that kind of content um, because we already are getting fed, fed it all the time. So mm-hmm. just kind of, like, do something different. <laughs> like, sharing and expo- sharing the content and just pushing it out further mm-hmm. does not help. Yeah. <laughs> Posting stuff does not help. You like, don't. you know, it's about... It's about you connecting with people in your community, having right. conversations about it. That that helps. Right. Like changing somebody's mind. Yeah, trying to not change somebody's mind because you really can't do that. But just kind of sharing perspectives about things and 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 trying to learn from something. Like mm-hmm. you know, just like I said, just get involved in your community. Like action is super big. Like we keep talking and talking and talking, but it's like we gotta do. Yeah, <laughs> the talking just is is it. not helping. Talking is not helping. It's not. But wait, but this podcast though, <laughs> this podcast though, we talking. But this is part of this is this is not part of the problem. This is part part of the solution, right? Mm, part of the solution, right? This is the part of the recovery, mm-hmm. the healing, the, the, exactly. And I feel like my to go plate. I feel like I'm just gonna take like my awareness and realizing what I found in my awareness, and then just taking that and showing initiative on how I'm gonna move in life. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, I feel like that's all I really can do, you know, trying to grow without hating the process. Right. You know, I'm going to keep saying it. That's, like, really, like, my motto right now, trying to grow without hating the process and leaving people right where they were at. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's my to-go plate, like, for real. Like, I'm not putting myself through none of this, like, stuff that I don't have to no more right. just because I love somebody or just because, I, you know, I have, like, a relationship with them in one, you know, some type of way. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just going to just let it go. You know, that's my to-go plate. Mm-hmm. I'm living just like that. That's the real tea. This has been Alphabet Soup, the podcast. Yeah. We love you. We hope you're doing amazing. If you're not, we love you harder. Right. Big love. Big love. Mad love. Mad Big love. energy. <laughs> I hope you're having an amazing week. And I hope y'all have an amazing week on to come. Yep. So... Peace Peace out. out. Peace and love, y'all. Peace and love. We're going to actually exit out with a unreleased song by B3. Not song, but it's it's an instrumental. Okay. So that's going to be the little bonus for today. Thank you for listening. (laughs) You know, got to put in, plug in the creativity every now and then that we do. Because it's not just one thing that we do. We multifaceted creatives out Mm -hmm. here. Hello. So, yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate you so much and everything that you do. Stay up.